Welcome to the Northridge Vineyard Podcast. We're a real community of people who are passionate about pursuing God and growing in our relationship with Him. We hope you enjoy this message. For more information and other resources, please visit northridge.org.au. Who is wondering where 2018 went? Yeah, uh, there's, yeah, okay. Um, who's dreading a new year? No one? Oh, Chris. I'm sorry, Chris. Oh, and Ben. I'm sorry, guys. All right. It's not that bad. It's all right. We'll get through it. Um, reason I ask those questions is um, that at this time of the year, I think we all tend to get to this point where we're wondering where in the world the year went. Um, how did it go for so fast? What did I actually do with my time? How did I spend my money? It's almost like when you get to the end of tax time and you're like, wow, where did my money go? I feel like I should have more savings than I do. But you don't. So there you go. <laughs> um, I noticed that there's this kind of line that people use around this time of year, um, new year, new you. That's really hard to say. Um, a few, yeah, new year, new you. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I, I wondered, um, why do we go into a new year wondering why we need to recreate ourselves? Um, I woke up this morning thinking that if we've said yes to being in relationship with Jesus, then we're already a new creation. So we don't need to go recreating ourselves. I mean, 2 Corinthians 5.17, it says the old is gone and the new is here. P.S. There's a um, PowerPoint that's ready to go live, my friends. <laughs> so if the old is gone and the new is here, we don't need to start every year um, with the dread of like fixing ourselves, of reinventing ourselves. Yes, we're basically houseplants with more complicated emotions. That is what we're talking about tonight. Becoming a new creation is a process. And why would you want to restart that process every single year? Sounds very tiring to me. It's ongoing. It's a slow burn. It's hard. It requires patience and perseverance. And I wonder what it would look like if we all allowed the Lord into that process um, of becoming a new creation. All right. So I used to be a big journaler. Um, I'm not so good at it now. I used to write everything down. It would just help me process. I'm a massive external processor. If you talk to me all the time, I'm really sorry I don't shut up. Um, <laughs> and Chris, I apologise. So that's why I've stopped journaling, really, is it's all, it all just goes on Chris. Poor guy. <laughs> um, but every year I would feel the pressure of starting a new year. I'd be like, okay, it's a clean slate. I get to start again. I get to kind of sort out all these bad habits that I've somehow picked up along the way. Um, and I could recreate myself. The gen that um, was there during the year, if it wasn't enough, then I could rejig her a little bit and I could change her for the coming year. And I write down these really long lists. They were so detailed. It was ridiculous. But basically the, the main points of them would be work harder, play harder, exercise harder. Still haven't got that one. Um, pray more, read more. What did I say there? Who knows? Sing more. Sing more. I actually looked at an old list. And I was like, oh, my goodness, it was so long and there were so many points. Nobody can do that. Um, learn my Bible or just maybe actually read it. Anyone had that on their list before? Yes. Yes. But at this end of 2017, I wanted to go into this year, 2018, fresh, in a new way. 
um, I wanted to look at it with a new perspective. I'd spent a few years stressed out of my brain. Um, I was very sick. I was very tired. I was very depressed. Um, and I was chatting to God. It's like, surely there is a better way to finish off a year and to go into a fresh one um, without having to redo all the work that you've been doing. So he was putting on my heart and my spirit all these passages that are about seeds and growth and God being the gardener of our lives. Um, so if you want to look them up later, there's John 15, Mark 4 and Matthew 13 were the main ones that he was really just like shoving in my face. So I wanted to be this, this fresh year to be something different. I wanted to, um, I really wanted to push into what the Lord had for me. I feel like I hadn't really done that before. I hadn't done it properly. I kind of done it for about a week and then be like, oh, this is too hard. So I'm a real visual person. So I created a vision board, which sounds very woo-woo. Um, but I didn't want to ignore what God was starting to teach me. So off I went to Pinterest um, and I had the words that I felt like the Lord had given me. And I found pictures and words that I felt like he was saying, yeah, I want you to have that reminder. So printed them all out, created this vision board, whacked it up on my wall in my bedroom. So I pretty much turn over in the morning and boop, there it is. Um, and that was kind of how I kept having this physical reminder of what the Lord was um, doing in me and, and what he wanted to keep doing with me in me this year, this past year. Um, now, all those verses that he gave me, they're all about plants. And I've never been much of a gardener which Katie and Andrew can kind of attest to. Um, a few years back, um, I was given a pot of mint. And mint, you're not supposed to be able to kill. Um, it was a gift. Someone gave it to me and said, Jen, you will never kill this plant. I killed it. And then it resurrected. And then I killed it again, and it didn't resurrect a second time. So that was kind of my track record with plants. It was not very good. But I felt... Like this past year, what God really wanted to do was to teach me by actually getting me to do the thing, to look after the plants, to learn from them um, as I cared about them and as I did the stuff. Is it, what's the teaching where you're all hands-on teachers? Is it kinesthetic? I'm a, that learner. So it's been a good thing. I encourage you to find the thing that helps you learn with God. Um, so I just wanted to share very casually um, a couple of things that he's taught me this year through plants, um, through learning to care for them or attempting to care for them. Um, so there are five things. So number one, we have a thing. Thank you. Take root. So Colossians 2 says, So then, just as you received Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, Rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught and overflowing with thankfulness. So the way I read this was that the only thing that we can, that we can use to push through the hard stuff is by being rooted deeply in Jesus. If you look at plants and their roots are deep in soil, the wind might come, um, but they're not e easily blown over or moved. And I think we're the same. It's super simple, but if we set our roots deeply in the Lord, we won't be moved. 
water break because it's warm up here. Mm. Missed my mouth. Yes. All right, this is good. Can water plants overwater myself? <clears throat> On that note, number two, you've got to nourish to flourish. So here is a picture of my lime tree. Um, the one on the left is about six months ago. And it was looking very, 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 very sad. The leaves were yellow. You can't tell there, but the leaves were definitely yellow, um, which apparently means they have an iron deficiency. Who knew? Um, so we can be iron deficient and so can plants. Um, and with a whole lot of feeding plant food and giving it water and giving it a bit of love, chatting to it every day, so nourishing this plant... Um, this is what we found five months later. Well, not even five months, it was three months. It was spring. That this tree just like burst into beautiful green leaves. It had a whole lot of new growth. Um, it was amazing. And for the first time, we actually have limes growing on it, which is very, very exciting. So it's simple. If we don't nourish ourselves, if we don't spend time in the word, then we're going to be like the sad Mr. Lime Tree over on the left there. I'm like, I don't know about you, but I really want to be this guy over here. I like a good gin and tonic, and you need lime for good gin and tonic. So um, I want to be like that lime tree <laughs> over there. And so the only way that we get there is to nourish our spirits with the word. Got it? Good. Awesome. Number three, weed often, not we, we often too, but you need to drink water to do that. But we want to weed often. Um, I have discovered this year, yeah, you're all paying attention, aren't you? Like, oh, Jen, where is this going? I discovered that weeds are very easy to remove when they're little. Um, and waiting just makes it more difficult. It's very annoying. I did that. I left a weed to kind of go crazy. I was like, I don't really want to pull you out right now. And it pulled out another bit of plant. So that wasn't cool. So get them early. Yeah, Ted Man, that is exactly how we feel about weeds. We cry. So I think it's the same as all that gross stuff that pops up in our lives. So if we nab it early, we just deal with, bless you. No worries. Some tissues we prepared earlier. But if you nab those weeds early in your life, they'll, it's just good for you, isn't it? Like, who wants to have a whole lot of gross stuff sitting in their life that they haven't dealt with? I don't really want to allow myself to sit in a weedy place. Um, so be proactive. Um, go on set free. Deal with the stuff. Um, if you don't know what set free is, ask us later or have a look out in the foyer there's brochures on set free but it's just get some prayer deal with the stuff do it with god do it with your friends um, but don't just sit there with your stuff growing and growing and growing it doesn't help anyone but it doesn't help you so number four we have seasons this is very sad this is my poor fiddle leaf figs brown leaf <laughs> um, so what i discovered was that plants adapt to the seasons. I learned that if you don't care for them properly throughout the year in every season, um, that sometimes you get to a season and they're not doing so great. But if you care for them properly and you help them thrive, um, 
and you give them a bit of extra love and you persist and keep doing those little things, when the next season comes, generally they're going to be thriving. They're going to be doing great. And I think it's the same for us. When we're going through a season where, sorry to use the word season, but when we're going through a tough season, sometimes it's easy to pull back and isolate. And sometimes it's easier just to pull back and kind of hide in a corner. It's easy not to um, press into your friendships. It's easy not to go to God. It's easier not to have a complaint to God. He wants to hear it. I spent half of yesterday wrestling with God. He wants to hear it. So I want to encourage you is to do the little things in the hard seasons and in the good seasons because they'll sustain you in every single season. Number five, fix your environment. I'm sorry if any of these hurt just a bit. I want to poke some buttons because I like my buttons to be poked. I don't want to sit in the same place that I've always been. I want to change. I want to, I want to learn. So um, this picture is of our fiddle again. Um, but our beautiful fiddle leaf fig started dropping all of its leaves like crazy um, a few months ago, and I was totally devastated. Um, and I did all this reading online, because where else do you learn? I actually did ask some friends um, who were very helpful. But most people say that if your leaves are falling off, it's generally overwatering, watering or underwatering. I was like, oh, which one am I doing? I don't know. And when I planted this tree, tree, fig, we'll call it a tree. When I planted the tree, a lot of my reading said that um, these plants need like really good well-drained soil. And so I put a whole lot of rocks, a lot of people say, like, put rocks in the bottom of these pots um, to help with, with the, drainage, the water drainage. So that's what I did. I put all these rocks into the pot. But sadly, Mr. Figgle, Figgle? Fiddle? Um, he'd been growing so much. This is why his leaves are falling off. His roots had grown past the soil. They'd gone through all the rocks, and they were trying to escape out the bottom of the actual pot and into, like, the little the water runoff plate. So Mr. Fiddle was trying to escape. So I set the plant up. I cared for it with solid advice from the internet. Thank you, Google. Um, but something was going on under the surface. And I couldn't see it until all of these leaves were just dropping off. And I think sometimes um, we've got stuff going on. And we think that the best and the fastest and the most effective fix to that problem is just picking it up and repotting. Whether we repot ourselves, we move overseas, we move house, we quit our jobs. When sometimes it's just that our roots are growing out the bottom of our current pot. And maybe we just need to move some rocks and put some more dirt in. Sometimes we all have stuff going on underneath the surface. And if we did a bit of digging and spent a little time with the Lord and a bit of weed pulling with him, like let him poke us in those places that we really don't want anyone to tell us that we're wrong, we might find the cause of those leaves dropping in our life. We might find um, the reason why we feel frustrated at work or at school or at university or in your friendships and maybe the problem is something entirely different to what you actually thought it was. Um, so I have a little life example. 
because I won't say something without having done it myself. Um, I used to work at a music shop many, many, many years ago. Um, and I quit one day. I just quit. I uh, didn't have anything to go to. Um, I was living out of home. I had bills to pay. Um, and a lot of the stuff that made me quit turned out to actually be stuff that was going on in me. And it's stuff that I'd been avoiding for a very long time. But unfortunately, quitting um, and having nothing to go to, it just revealed all of those weedy things in my life, in my heart that I'd allowed to grow. So I would like to challenge us that would we all be willing to come to God, the gardener of our lives, says in John 15, that he's, he's the master gardener. Would we let him prune us and shape us and show us what's going on under the surface of our lives? And as 2018 comes to a close, would we be okay with, with pressing in and being a new creation in Jesus? Would we all learn to be okay with who God has created us to be? Would we, instead of choosing to write ridiculous lists or be hard on ourselves, choose self-development and growth in partnership with God rather than trying to smash unrealistic goals? Not that there's anything wrong with goal setting. Goal setting is great. But when we set unrealistic goals and we don't do it with God, I just think we lose out. I think he wants to partner with us. So, on that note, we're going to do a bit of business with God because um, that's a good thing to do. So I want to invite you to stand. And we're just going to invite the Holy Spirit. Um, and I feel like there might be a couple of things that the Lord might want to do tonight. Um, but let's give him a chance to speak first, hey? Cool. All right. Well, I invite you to close your eyes, and if it's helpful, put your hands out in front of you. There's nothing holy about it. It's just helpful to concentrate on the Lord and say, yes, here I am. I want to hear from you. So Holy Spirit, come. Come.